You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Jamie's Log, Progressive, The Harrington's Backyard, Day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib. Thomas Carinante is still off, but don't worry. I got a power-packed rest of the week for you, and he'll be back for Friday's episode. Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. We will be more than happy to answer it. This weekend in Yankee baseball was utterly wild. It started with an off day that became a loss, despite the fact that it was an off day. We'll touch on Luis Severino shortly, followed by ultimate levels of resilience. We rag on this team often for incalculable losses, right? Just losses you can't even comprehend. And the Field of Dreams game was another one of those. Just bad, 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 so bad, so, so bad. Zach Britton says, I don't want to close anymore. And Aaron Boone goes, I like your gumption, kid. Here's the ball. You close this one out. Like, so bad. Every decision Aaron Boone made was wrong. Um, Obviously, a lot of that's papered over when you ultimately win the game. So, did Aaron Boone manage a perfect game on Saturday night? No. No, he did not. Again, again, you end up with a scenario where you are basically, you know, you're down to the last strike and the incorrect decision is made. We have a guy on the mound who shouldn't have been out there in Chad Green. Uh, you know, in this instance, though, it's more a, a, an example of Boone trying to get to the finish line. He uses the wise gun, the highest leverage opportunity of the game. He goes, I can't rely on Britain. I can't rely on anybody, it would seem. Chad Green, please 
finish this. And somehow, Chad Green and Kyle Agashioka come to the conclusion they should throw a 3-2 curveball right down the middle to Jose Abreu. Again, literally one strike away. This necessarily not an example of Aaron Boone like making a catastrophic error, but definitely an example of Aaron Boone make you know some Aaron Boone's the power of his aura of incorrect decision making reverberating into again the Yankees have blown the game. Well, somehow, some way, Joey Gallo homers to put him up three in extras instead of just one, and Albert Abreu works out of an almost impossible situation to get the save monster victory leading into Sunday of course we can't have an easy one but another monster victory for the Yankees and they punch back twice on the road against the Chicago White Sox who some believe to be the best team in the American League they went on the road and beat the White Sox twice they're five and one against the White Sox this year they beat the Astros twice on the road in a road series where they had COVID issues and they had almost no chance and they almost won three of those games they took two of them they, they, they're they 4-2 against the Astros and 5-1 and against the White Sox this year. They're even playing better against the Rays now. The Red Sox are really the only good to great team that the Yankees can't do anything with. And, of course, here they come for a three-game set in two days. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to break down what went right this weekend. But first, attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? <laughs> That was an expensive sound effect. It was my mouth. If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. I don't know why the next planet wants your pubes, but kick them there anyway. They'll deal with it. It's their problem. You'll find in the Perfect Package 4.0 the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs. I'm wearing them right now. And a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. This guy, the Lawnmower 4.0, has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch, which can engage a travel lock and it's even waterproof. There's a 4,000K LED spotlight on there. You can turn on and off when you need a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. If this interests you, get 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. So back to the action. Again, we are complainers by nature. That's what Yankee fans are. So it's definitely hard to get to the end of a, a weekend like this and, and you know, We can't just go, wow, they won Saturday and they won Sunday and they won Monday in a makeup game against the Angels where Garrett Cole returned. That all sounds good. Of course, it wasn't all good. I mean, Saturday was pure anguish. They they grab a lead repeatedly. They keep grabbing leads because Aaron Judge is clutch, after all. Um, A a lot of people do do a fun Aaron Judge isn't clutch debate lately. Probably had a tough time watching Saturday's game. Um, You know, clutch comes and goes. There's, There's no feeling for clutch necessarily, but Judge... Gave the Yankees the lead over and over and over again in that game. And, of course, the universe conspired to blow the lead at the last second. So they had to just do it one more time. Judge another single. Galloway monster shot his second of the game and and a much more powerful one than the first time around. Shouts to Albert Abreu, who had a meltdown a couple weeks ago in Tampa, which is now one of the more confusing moments of the season because that game, that's the worst a pitcher can pitch. He just kept – he walked guys – uh, Brett Phillips hit a grand slam off him, and then he would just walk a guy and give up a two-run home run. Walk a guy, another two-run shot. You know, fastball's nowhere near the zone. Okay, well, then we're going to recover from that and give up another two-run shot. Ten-run inning. And in that moment, I, 
I, I, I got to admit, I wrote a column that was like Aaron Boone embarrassed Albert Abreu out of Major League Baseball. That was a ridiculous move to try to, you know, you got to hang as many innings as possible on somebody's right arm, except for the fact that, you know, once it gets to 10 and once the guy can't record an out and he's just giving up two run home runs, you're being disingenuous now. That's rude. That's affecting this pitcher for the future. Look, I'll wear it. I guess that was a bad take because Albert Abreu rebounded from that outing to be uh, a trusted bullpen arm who can eat multiple innings down the stretch. I I'd certainly rather see him than most of the dudes we've cycled through in bullpen games. Um, Lucas Litke is now starting these when we whenever we have to go to a bullpen game. I, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's the role he should uh, he should be holding. But Albert Abreu is the bulk guy. Totally viable. He's been viable every time he's come in. Uh, whether it is a bulk guy in Kansas City or whether it is Albert Abreu with the bases loaded and one out trying to save a game in the in a, a must-win scenario. Again, once you go up 7-4, even with that free runner, you got to win that goddamn game. You you have to. And Zach Britton comes in, ain't got it. Simply doesn't have it right now. Uh, it's sad. Sad but true. Does not have it right now. Didn't have it then. Albert Abreu bails him out, nerves of steel. Um, and that, I mean, that got real dicey, but it was finished. Cut to Sunday's game. The Yankees are winning this one way too easily. Nestor Cortez Jr. Nestor Cortez Jr. 36th round pick Nestor Cortez Jr. is mowing dudes down. The White Sox crush lefties. It's like their whole thing. It's the reason why it didn't make any sense to put Britain in the game. Because the White Sox destroy lefties. They love to feast off them. That They have, like, the highest opiate. That's why it was so weird when Jordan Montgomery shut him down in the Yankee Stadium White Sox series earlier in the season. It was like, this This is counterintuitive. This doesn't make any sense. Baseball's beautiful. Nestor Cortez goes six innings, gives up the one home run to Andrew Vaughn, but he's basically spotless. He's he's doing the dip thing. He's herky-jerky, mixing up arm angles, doing everything you dream Nestor Cortez is going to do in a scenario like that. He's You know, they're beating the White Sox. It's 3-1 for a long time. Steven Ridings, who unfortunately is now back at, at AAA, proved that his game against uh, the Royals was a blip. He's back. Uh, nasty. He got a double play at Tim Anderson at the perfect time. Uh, challenges must have been unavailable there for Tony La Russa because uh, that might have changed the, the, the game a little bit. But Ridings gets the DP. Loizaga is great in the eighth. It's 3-1. Not only is it 3-1, Luke Voigt homers in the top of the ninth. It's 5-1. It's 5-1. Game's over. Well... No, game's not over. It's it's five three. People are moving. There's runners on the corners. Wandy Peralta, God bless him, gets Cesar Hernandez to bang into a double play to end it. Never easy. It's literally never easy. And on Monday, it wasn't easy again. The Yankees have Garrett Cole on the mound. I personally, if Garrett Cole is at less than 100% stamina, which of course he is, you know, I'm not saying this isn't a. If you thought this was a demand Garrett Cole be at 100% stamina after battling COVID-19 for almost two weeks podcast, then no, obviously that's not it. But if he's not at 100% stamina and the Boston Red Sox are coming in with a doubleheader on Tuesday, which they are, 1 o'clock game, 7 o'clock game, I feel like you'd want to activate Cole and activate Jordan Montgomery if they're ready to go for the games that are only seven innings maximum. So that there's a chance... Cole or Montgomery could have enough in the tank, go maybe 90 to 100 pitches and get through seven innings if they're awesome. And if not, you only have like one bullpen inning to cover in those games. 
For some reason, the Yankees activated Cole for the Monday game. Maybe you just want as much Cole as possible. You want to build him up. You want to bank wins so that the Red Sox games don't matter quite as much. I, I don't know. It's kind of a weird long tail way of looking at the season, but so is everything the Yankees do with injury maintenance. Um, Cole goes Monday, and then you're left with Tuesday is Montgomery and Heal, Luis Heal in the doubleheader games, and then Wednesday is Andrew Heaney. I would recommend you guys not watch that one because the goal there is going to be keep it to five runs for the Red Sox and that's just not enjoyable experience so you you really got to split the doubleheader at least you, you can't be getting swept in this three game set and uh, I, I'm nervous obviously but they, they go with Cole on Monday they win the game by the skin of their teeth Cole gives up a solo homer in the first Gallo hits a two run homer in the bottom of the inning and then the Yankees squander every opportunity they're given for the remainder of the game they had a bases loaded no out situation on just walks they didn't score they had first and second no outs for Joey Gallo in the bottom of the eighth 2-1 game. And DJ LeMay, who steals third, double steal, he, he gets yacked. I, I don't know what that game was, but I do know Chad Green finished it off. Congrats to Chad Green. I know Albert Abreu was, again, really good. Joely Rodriguez was good. People were picking up the slack. And so now we got the doubleheader on Tuesday. Chad Green can go. He pitched yesterday, didn't pitch Sunday. Jonathan Loisega can go. He pitched Sunday, didn't pitch yesterday. Ridings is gone, which is a bummer because I trust him a lot. He's moving up that trust tree. So is Wandy Peralta, who's been good since coming back off the COVID IL, who has got a save against the Royals in the late innings of a, of a disaster game, got a save on Sunday against Kansas uh, against the White Sox, came in when we needed him, did the job, shut the door. The bullpen's relatively fresh. Litke's available. Zach Britton... Got through a third of an inning in uh, Monday's game. I guess he's available. I don't particularly want to see him, and I don't know when you would see him. His ERA is still over six. A bad, a bad number. <laughs> Simply not a good number. Um, this doubleheader is extremely determinative. The vibe around the Red Sox feels a little different these days, and I wish it didn't. And the only reason it does is because they got the goddamn Orioles for three games right before this. Imagine if we're going to this Red Sox series after the Red Sox play the Rays and choke the first one away in heartbreaking fashion, then win 20-8, to eight, but it was 20-1, to one, and they give up seven runs in the ninth, and then lose 8-1 the next day, and then we're playing the Red Sox? That'd be awesome. They'd still be in full freefall mode. No, instead they got Chris Sale to come back against the Baltimore Orioles, who have looked varying degrees of bad this year, but have never looked worse. That, that series performance against the Red Sox was pitiful and pathetic. They didn't hit. Usually the Orioles can't pitch, but they can hit. So they'll make one game a little annoying and it'll be 5-4. It'll be a little back and forth. But the other two, they'll obviously do nothing and just straight up lose. This series, the Orioles were painfully bad. Just so, 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 so bad. Uh, Cedric Mullins was the only guy who showed up. So now the Red Sox are coming in off that and an off day. They're feeling themselves a little bit and they are obviously 10-3 and against the Yankees this year and know what happens uh, whether whether they're at home or abroad facing the Yankees. So they're confident. They've got Tanner Houck and Nathan Evaldi going in, in today's games. They've got uh, Nick Pavetta going against Heaney on Wednesday. And again, Heaney. Andrew Heaney is in this series. There was no way to avoid it, especially because of the Luis Severino factor of the whole thing, which is the only really depressing element of this weekend. Because again, you can't argue with two wins against the White Sox on the road as much as you might want to. And as much as I'm going to partially argue with the way it's... And I'm going to argue a little bit. Not gonna not argue. It was it was pretty annoying. Um, those games were you know one strike away from winning a game that ends up going another hour on Saturday. They were obviously two outs away from winning uh, the Thursday Field of Dreams game that they ultimately lost, and then Sunday's game got extremely hairy when it should have been one of the easiest wins of all time. That's a door you got to just shut, and they didn't. 
So if you're expecting this Red Sox series to go smoothly, I don't, I don't know what to tell you because it's, it's going to look like a Yankees game in 2021. This is what the Yankees look like and how they perform in 2021. That's kind of their whole vibe. Um, they make things harder than they have to, or they win sort of a, a threatless game by the skin of their teeth, which was Monday's action against the Angels. They, you know, they were never, the Angels didn't really threaten that much. The Yankees threatened a few times, couldn't push across the requisite insurance runs. If that game's like 4-1 in the ninth, that's basically a laugher. The Angels did nothing. They, they occasionally got a guy to second. Uh, Joe Adele ripped one into the gap that Jonathan Davis caught up with. Th- those were like the dicey moments of that game. Um, it, but that that was borderline just, you know, if the Yankees could have gotten one hit with runs in scoring position, that would have been a snoozer. Instead, it was a little balls to the wall, a little tight. Um, again, Garrett Cole goes 90 pitches. I kind of wish he had saved those 90 pitches for the Tuesday doubleheader. How much better do you feel about Cole and Montgomery and Heal in a row instead of Montgomery, Heal, Andrew Heaney, who kept the Yankees in one game last weekend against the Mariners, but in his other two starts, he pitched him out of an Orioles game and he pitched him out of the Field of Dreams game, which the Yankees stole at the last possible second only for it to get re-stolen, but Heaney played no role in that. I mean, he was not part of the process whatsoever. He might as well have been generic replacement level pitcher B. Jansen Junk, the guy they traded for Heaney, I'm pretty confident, has has more stuff to compete at the big league level right now than the Heaney dog himself, and I don't mean to be disrespectful there, but that was just... A classic shuffling the deck chairs pitching acquisition at the deadline. If there's something in the underlying numbers you like, I haven't seen it yet. I wish that the doubleheader had been situated differently, but we're going to be seeing a lot more of Heaney because of the Luis Severino problem. When we take a quick break now, going to come back and talk about that. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. So the Luis Severino conundrum, obviously, um, it, you know, the way you look at it is, it, it, look, it's exceedingly, first, it's exceedingly frustrating. Because you see Chris Sale coming back against the, you know, for the Red Sox. And he's got this wild whip pitching motion. Everything about it looks unnatural. He was a predicted Tommy John candidate forever because, you know, obviously all pitchers break to a certain extent. But everything about Chris Sale looked unnatural, bizarre, like a vulture, strange, not the way you teach it. And he finally, you know, it seems like he's injured at the end of 2019. He's sort of getting shut down and getting the PRP injections and stuff. 2020, they finally decided to go for it and give him the Tommy John, and he misses the requisite amount of time. He he misses the time that you need to rehab from the surgery. He comes back, and he's, you know, no setbacks through all of 2021, looking good, looking strong, building himself up. Um, you know, at the minor league level, he's throwing a lot of pitches. Maybe he's not missing as many bats with his fastball, but, you know, by and large, he looks like Chris Sale when he comes back. Facing the Orioles helps that, but he basically looks like Chris Sale. That, that's what's happening. Luis Severino, of course... Shoulder issue in 2019. Uh, so forgets forgets when Game 3 of the ALDS starts in 2018. One of the most depressing moments of my fandom. That's insane. Wh- whatever the real story was, didn't seem prepared for that game. Got blasted by the Red Sox. And what was a pivot game en route to the Red Sox world title. So the Red Sox win the championship that year after 108 wins in the regular season. Maybe they don't if Luis Severino is an ace and, and deals in that Game 3. And then suddenly you're up 2-1. 
the next night, Gary Sanchez almost hits a grand slam against Craig Kimbrell. That series is closer than you remember, especially because, once again, the Yankees lost that game like 19-1 or whatever they lost it. But if Severino is Severino instead of some poor facsimile, maybe it's different. Shows up for 2019, he's hurt. He's just sort of on the shelf. You rarely see him. It's a shoulder. It's a constant setback. Finally comes back at the very end of the year, throws three starts. All of the starts are more like relief appearances. They're quite short. Gets to the postseason, doesn't have his best stuff. Beats the Twins, gets out of a bases loaded, no out rally. That was pretty cool. Wins game three. Loses to Garrett Cole in the ALCS. And then, that's it. Um, I'll never forget when Severino showed up to spring training and he was scratched from a bullpen session in 2020 and a bunch of reporters were like, some reporter who I will never forgive was like, Severino just got scratched. Don't think of it as anything though. It was, it was his birthday last night. So, you know, it's a shame that he's, he's not here, but again, it's just his birthday. So it's no big deal. It's, it's just a birthday situation. And then like an hour later, people say, ah, actually he's going for an MRI. Actually it's his elbow. And um, well, no, Tommy John surgery has been recommended. Great. Uh, of course it has. But Chris Sale gets the linear path back, right? Tommy John, devastating surgery. Commonplace these days, though. Rest up, rehab, get yourself right. Conservative-ish timeline, and then you just come back, and you sort of look a lot like yourself. Luis Severino, of course, because he pitches for the Yankees and not the Boston Red Sox, comes back, has the surgery before Sale, uh, comes back after, you know, similar timeline. He's doing rehab starts. He looks great. He's almost too fresh. Aaron Boone at some point this spring was like, we had to tell him to tone it down. He's throwing too hard. He's too good. Great. Thanks for the false hope. Severino goes to, to Brooklyn uh, for a rehab star for the Renegades. Looks like he tears his groin off his body. Like, oh, great. So he's rehabbing his arm, elbow, and then suddenly the groin's a problem. He, he can't walk. He's being, like, led off the mound by two people. And it's like, how many more things could possibly go wrong for this guy? He's torn his groin off his body. He's going to miss the entire season. This is unbelievable. Then... The MRI results come back, not a torn groin. He's fine. It's just going to be a couple weeks. He already feels better. Oh, okay, we're back on track. So this bizarre setback, you know, is, is a semi-setback, but he's, he's making his way back. Life is not horrible. Life is not so bad. Life is worth living. Severino makes a couple rehab appearances. He He's part of a combined no-hitter in Somerset, New Jersey, just a week ago. And then he's set to start on Friday, which will be his final rehab assignment Final, finalized, final. Now, did any of you wake up that morning and think the next time we see Luis Severino after Friday will be in the major leagues? Because I certainly didn't get that far. You just, at this juncture, cannot expect anything from Luis Severino, rightly so, because time and again, whether it's a major injury or a small setback, his last three years have just been completely pockmarked by constant reminders that pitching is not eternal, that pitching goes away, that if people are concerned about a pitcher like Severino's frame during his rise to the big leagues, that concern will probably rear its head again and not too long into his big league career. Severino barely pitched in 2019. Severino didn't pitch in 2020. All the innings he has given you thus far are at the minor league level in 2021 He's scratched from Friday night's start. And it mirrors perfectly what happened in spring training 2020. Almost too well. He's scratched. There's there's weather in the forecast. He's scratched from the game. And every beat writer tells you, 
It's weather related. Don't worry. It's, it's just a weather thing. They, they probably didn't want to mess with Severino's rehab on a wet mound. So, you know, I, I wouldn't read too much into this. And then people who are at the game are tweeting things like, hey, I was there and I saw a trainer come out, touch his shoulder and give it the cut it sign, like end it like his shoulder's bad. And beat writers are going, no, that's unconfirmed. I mean, I, I'd assume this is a weather thing. I don't know why we jumped to that conclusion. It's it's fair to leave that there for context sake, but I, jumping to that conclusion is not fair, and it feels like the same same exact thing from when everybody told me he was hungover on his birthday, and it was, in fact, much worse than that. Sure, sure enough, later in the day, the AAA manager comes out and says, just didn't feel right. We're going to send him back to New York. I don't know where he didn't feel right. I don't know why he didn't feel right. Obviously, that's Aaron Boonism. That's from the top down. That's the Yankees calling and saying, don't say anything about where he doesn't feel right, even though, you know, people watch the shoulder thing and the cut it gesture. Goes for the MRI on Monday. You all know it's not going to be good. Gets the MRI. Boone says no results available until after the game. After the game, says we're not going to tell you anything about the MRI. Tuesday, he's getting a second opinion from a noted surgeon. So, folks, you cannot count on Luis Severino for the rest of the season. You shouldn't count on Luis Severino for the rest of the season. It's extremely depressing I'm not saying it's not depressing. It's bad. It's bad that we do not have Luis Severino. What I won't stand for, however, and I will just, I'll sign off with this. What I will not stand for is people saying, Cashman, another dumb contract. I can't believe he extended Severino so dumb. They gave their ace a reward. He was their ace. They locked him up for one extra year. That's all it was. They gave him a monetary raise on his pre-arbitration and arbitration years, and they locked him up for one additional season. They would have had control of him this whole time anyway. It would have been depressing no matter the cost. The cost should not factor into your assessment of the Severino deal. It's not like the Aaron Hicks contract where we all know, wait, that guy gets injured all the time. Why are we paying him for like four additional seasons while he ages? People said there's no better free agent option in center field. Uh, Bryce Harper might have been better. Might have been a better use of your money. But Severino is an ace who you're just giving a monetary reward to. I will never hear anything from anyone that that's bad business because he would have been on the team anyway. You're just paying him a little more. Okay, great. Who cares? It didn't work out. It hasn't worked out. And his Yankee career might be closer to the end than to the beginning. That's just not how it should be. But that's the depressing reality we face now. Try not to get those pangs of regret when you see Chris Sale in a Red Sox uniform. Try to just... I that and don't compare it to Severino and say it's normal pitchers usually come back and ours didn't it's not a Red Sox Yankees thing it's been hard for me to contextualize that as well but best of luck to Luis Severino I do not have faith we'll see him again this season get right come back for 2022 it's not worth stressing about there are much more important things on our immediate plate like the Yankees and Red Sox in a showdown that could determine playoff positioning. The next time you hear from me, we'll know a lot more about that. The doubleheader will be over. I'll be coming at you again tomorrow to get us back into our regular cycle with a very special guest. I cannot stress that enough. For a little interview, stick around. Keep your hopes up. Keep your eyes peeled. Going to be a big one. Until next time, I'm Adam Weinrib. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinrib. You can find Thomas Carinante on Twitter and bother him while he's away at Tommy Stakes. You can find us both at Yanks Go Yard FS. Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. That's something we'll be more than happy to answer. Go beat the Boston Red Sox. Go Yankees. Let's get a couple of these, shall we? Something you probably do know. 
Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know? A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.